Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I'm your host, Jay St. Clair. We're going to start off news out of Afghanistan as the fight between the Taliban and, Af- and, the, uh, and Afghanistan intensify. Taliban rockets hit Kandahar airports. Clashes intensify in Afghanistan. Taliban fighters struck Kandahar airport in southern Afghanistan with at least three rockets overnight. The insurgent group's spokesman said on Sunday, adding that the aim was to thwart airstrikes conducted by Afghan government forces. Kandahar was targeted by us because the enemy was using it as a center to conduct airstrikes against us. Afghan government officials said the rocket rocket attacks forced authorities to spend all flights and that the runway was partially damaged. There was no immediate reports of casualties. Officials said the Taliban see Kandahar as a major strategic point, which they seemed to be using as a control center for gaining comp- complete dominance over the five other provinces. Clashes began the Afghan source forces and Taliban fighters had intensified in cities of Kandahar and neighboring Helmand province. Excuse me. In the West, Afghan officials and Taliban commanders were swiftly gaining control over strategic buildings around the Herat city, forcing civilians to remain in their homes. The Taliban have been advancing in Afghani- uh, Afghanistan following the withdrawal of American and NATO troops from the country in recent weeks. The fundamentalist Islamist group said that they have captured ha- over half of all of Afghanistan's territory, including border crossings with Iran and Pakistan. Um, okay, news out of Iran. Iran says it's not behind the attack of the Israeli-operated oil tanker off of Oman. So Iran on Sunday denied involvement in an attack that targeted Israel, Israeli-operated oil tanker off the shores of Oman in which two crew members were killed. Speaking in his weekly news conference, Foreign Ministry spokesman Saeed uh, said the Israeli accusation for Iran being behind the attack were baseless. Such blame games are nothing new. Well, I, if the drones were made on Iran, I think it's a good assumption to say maybe that Iran was behind the attack. But those who are responsible for this attack are the ones who made it possible for the Israeli regime to set its foot in this region. Oh, okay. So they're saying it's a, uh, you know, a conspiracy. On Friday, Israeli Foreign Minister. Yair Lapid blamed Tehran for the attack, saying that the world must not be silent. The attack on MV Mercer Street on Thursday, an oil tanker operated by London-based company Zodak Maritime, was owned by Israeli tycoon Ayel Offer, led to death of the led to the death of two crew members. Um, in recent months, many attacks on commercial vessels have been reported, linked to ongoing tension between Tel Aviv and Tehran. Okay, this is out of the Tehran Times. Israeli ship attacked off the coast of Oman. The oil tanker Mercer Street, which is managed by Israeli shipping magnate Ayel Offer Zodiac Maritime, was traveling between uh, Dar es Salaam in Tanzania and the United Arab Emirates port of Fujiara. The Israeli-owned UK ship was attacked by what American sources said a drone in the North Sea of Oman. The Israeli company said two crewmen, a British and a Romanian national, died in the attack. With profound sadness, you understand the in- incident more the anti Mercer Street on 29-21 resulted in death due crew members. Zodiac Maritime said in a statement. No country claimed responsibility for attack, but the Iranian news channel Al Alam said the attack came in retaliation an earlier Israeli strike against Al Dabi's airport in Syrian city of El Qasr, which killed two men from the resistance. So the Iranian news channel said it was a retaliatory strike. The Iranian government said, no, it's not us. Uh, citing inform- sources and the resistance, all along said the attack on Mercer Street was in response to the Al Dhabi strike, although no group is kind of responsible for the attack. All along, citing re- resistance sources said the attack on Israeli ship off the coast of Oman was carried out by a resistance group in response to the Tel Aviv attack on Syria's Al Dhabi's airport. The, this announcement seems to have come in 
uh, confirm practice that the axis of resistance is greatly greater than geography. Called the axis of resistance, huh? Something I'll look into. First time I saw that one, that little blurb there, the axis of resistance is greater than geography, and that the front of this axis is one front, and that's a front of America, Israel, and the Arab backwardness headed by Saudi Arabia and the UAE. One front, the Iranian broadcasters commented on its scoop. Reuters quoted Western intelligence groups saying that the main suspect in the attack is Tehran, but the, uh, the same sources stressed that the governments were still seeking compelling evidence. Okay, so they actually don't know for sure. The U.S. State Department expressed alarm over the incident and confirmed Washington's work with international partners to find out the circumstances and that is closely monitoring the situation. In fairness to Iran, there is a lot of, they have a lot of enemies over there. The, uh, uh, the the Americans and the and the uh, and and their friends, right? In Israel, there is no unified reaction to the attack. First, Israel media sought to downplay the incident, but the story developed. They highlighted the Israeli allegations against Iran, though it did not claim responsibility for the attack. Okay, that was indeed a mouthful. Okay. This is news out of Russia. As incomes fall, Russians are once again falling for pyramid schemes. Hundreds in search of a better future have been duped by Finico, the investment vehicle. I think there's, if you haven't been duped by a pyramid scheme, and then somebody you know has definitely been duped by a pyramid scheme. Natasha Doya, Dova, excuse me, Natasha Divoyakina. Probably pronounce it wrong. A 31-year-old art teacher from um, Yekaterinburg was just managing to make ends meet. But when he found out in December 2020 that she was pregnant, she realized her monthly salary of 30,000 rubles, that's $410, would not be enough for two. I still look around trying to figure out how I can increase my income, she said. Uh, a friend of mine worked for a Finico, an investment vehicle provider returns that banks couldn't because it's a scam. She decided to put most of her savings in the company, roughly $5,000, hoping she'd be able to get a flat by the time her baby arrived. However, by the summer, Finico had stopped paying any returns and she was no longer able to withdraw her investment. She realized she was one of hundreds of Russians that had been duped by the murky company. I didn't want to think of myself to with someone to fall for a pyramid skid, but here you are. I have a baby on the way with no money. Oof. That scumbag that does that set it up. Finico established in Sutter southern city of Kazan in 2019 promised investors a return of 20 to 30% per month as well as the opportunity to purchase apartments and cars at a discounted price funded by four men Kirill Doran uh, Instagram influencer with a history of running pyramid schemes and acting as the face of the group note if something is too good to be true especially with money it usually is authorities first took note of Finico after it released its own cryptocurrency FNK on December 1st 2020 which appeared on the cryptocurrency exchanges Shortly after, they opened an investigation on dealings of Doron and other, uh, other founders. By February this year, Russia's central bank said Finico had signs of a financial pyramid. In the beginning, the purchase of cryptocurrency was voluntary, but in June 2021, Doran announced that the company will be switching all transactions to the FNK token. After this, the value of the FNT crypto grew tenfold, according to CoinMarketCap. So they took all that money that they had in the pyramid scheme, dumped it into their cryptocurrency system jacking up the price and then probably selling out yep finigo stopped all payments to customers in july as well as blocking its clients from withdrawing any funds of the company there you go shortly after the value of fnk began to plunge indicating that large sums were drawn by finigo's owners 
these dudes need to be arrested. Dorian has since said on Instagram page that he has no longer access to the investors fund. Yeah, because he dumped it in the. Dorian did not respond to questions or comments from the Moscow Times on Friday. A local media reported that he'd been arrested in Kazan. Hallelujah. The two years Fenico was active managed to track somewhere between three and seven billion rubles. That's thirty-four to eighty million dollars, according to various estimates. It sounded all official, not like the other scams back in the day. Uh, but in the end, it was a classic, simple pyramid screen just covered up in fancy words. Stay away from pyramid schemes, everybody. Even if they have a slick talker and uh, somebody's made money from them, stay away from them. Japan U.S. ties must not harm China, Chinese envoy says. An ambassador takes aim at Tokyo's dismissive attitude on Xinjiang. Practical action needs to show goodwill towards Beijing, he said. Tokyo's alliance with Washington must not undermine Beijing's interest, and Japan should take practical steps and show goodwill towards China. And the Chinese ambassador, Tokyo, has warned. He warned Tokyo. The warning from the Chinese envoy, Kong Yunsheng, comes after Japan appeared more vocal in support of the United States. Efforts to withdraw its traditional allies to contain China over a range of issues. Japan and China are not friends politically. Japan's dismissive attitude towards Taiwan, uh, Xinjiang, Hong Kong is especially apparent these days and seriously dis, uh, disturbed China-Japan relations. The Chinese Foreign Minister quoted Kong as saying at a forum held by International Academic Society for Asian Communities on Friday. We hope Japan, as China's close neighbor, will uphold its promises and express basic respect for China's domestic leaders. Which... There you go. <laughs> okay. News out of Havana. Journalists detained, internet off amid Cuba protests. Uh, Cuban authorities should immediately and unconditionally release all detained journalists, stop intercepting internet access across the country, and allow the press to cover freely. Since July 11th, protests erupted in several Cuban cities with demonstrators calling for the end of the country's communist government and protesting an economic crisis worsened by the COVID-19 pandemic. In order to press reports, they said they were the biggest demonstrations in the country in decades. It's a big challenge to the communist authority in cuba all right everybody thanks for listening to the indiscriminate news network i'm your host jason Clare. take care hope everybody's doing well